Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Outdoor PM School podcast, where we explore product management careers in the outdoor industry. We talk with PMs from top outdoor industry brands and ask them about their career path, what it's really like to be a PM, and any advice they would give others aspiring to follow the same path. My name is Dawson Westensko, and I'll be your host. During this episode, I talk with Brittany Baratlis, the Senior Product Line Manager at Mountain Hardware. Brittany found her first outdoor industry job via a temp agency and quickly saw product management as the career path she wanted to pursue. She moved into a product line coordinator role at the North Face and later became the Global Product Manager over women's sportswear. After a short stint with Levi Strauss, she found her current home with Mountain Hardware as the Senior Product Manager over sportswear and logowear. This episode is brought to you by Betagraph Consulting, a fractional product management and sustainability consulting group based in Bozeman, Montana. Check out betagraph.co to learn more. Brittany, welcome to the Outdoor PM School podcast. It's great to have you here today. Thanks, Dawson. It's great to talk to you too. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more about your background. Maybe you could just start by telling a little bit about what you're doing right now and how you got into the outdoor industry. Sure, I'd love to. Coming out of college, you know, I feel like I've listened to a few of your podcasts and and it seems like this is kind of a common theme that being a product manager, you know, wasn't something I directly meant to fall into and it kind of just happened. So after college, I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do. I you know, had talked to my dad who had some connections at a job placement agency. And they actually ended up placing me at a company called Lucy Activewear, which at the time was owned by a VF, who also owns the North Face, Timberland, Vans, you know, some of those, those bigger uh, outdoor brands. Going back, what did you actually study in college? So I studied actually uh, in health science. I wanted to be a nurse my whole life. And I had, you know, my mom was a nurse and it was just something that I was always interested in when I actually got into it. I was like, you know, this, this might not be for me. I was kind of going, you know, the the more health education route, working for nonprofits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Coming out of college, you know, I'd looked for some of those jobs and just felt like that it wasn't going to pay as well as I had hoped. Just going to this job placement agency, I was super open to just like trying things, getting my foot in the door somewhere and just just seeing what I could do. And I knew that I loved fashion and and market research and, and clothes have always been a passion of mine. So I was excited that they had placed me at this company, uh, Lucy Activar, which was on the same campus in Alameda as the North Face, Jansport at the time. They sent me there and I was working kind of part-time uh, doing materials, just kind of getting, learning new things every day. I really felt like it was kind of a great stepping stone into the industry, getting kind of, kind of the 101 on the industry and, and just what it took to create apparel. Um, I didn't, I mean, at the time I didn't even know that being a product manager was possible. I had kind of, you know, observed what was going on at the company. It was, it was a small company. So, you know, I sat next to a planner. Um, I, I worked with a lot of different people um, and they were all just, you know, super open to, to teaching me and, and kind of guiding me on, on what my next career step was. I had started working under, at the time there was a, a product director there who's, who became, you know, a good friend of mine. And she was just such a great mentor. And she, um, I started working with her part-time as well. So I was working in materials and I was kind of, you know, a, a PLC at the time, like a product line coordinator working under that product director. I had, you know, expressed to her that I was really interested in becoming a product manager. And I talked to her about, you know, kind of what it took and, and she actually had come from the North Face previously. And so she was like, you know, there's this job opening up there. I think you'd be perfect for it. I'll, I'll recommend you for an interview. Following that, you know, I interviewed with the North Face. She had prepped me for the interview. She, you know, told me to bring in um, a binder of all the work that I had done at Lucy and and really kind of show, you know, 
what what I had been able to accomplish so far, even just as as a contract. And it felt like, you know, that was just such a good move that, you know, I thank her for all the time. I think about all the time because they were just so impressed by my binder and <laughs> and all that I had brought to the interview. Well, that's, uh, that's such a good call. And, and that's, I just want to point that out to people, bringing those physical pieces of products so that you can talk about them and really show your passion, I think is so critical. Yeah, exactly. Like they were just so impressed. That, and I, 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 even later on, you know, the boss that hired me, she was like trying to hire another PLC and talk to Brittany. Like she brought this binder and like <laughs> you know, impressed by her and like, yeah. Chill, you know. Yeah, no, that's so I'm, I'm curious. You had this great break into the industry, great company, great upward mobility with the North Face and obviously well-known brands and starting off in materials, you could have gone a lot of different routes. Like, yeah. you know, probably more common from that starting point would have been either a materials developer, right? Or a developer, or maybe even a designer or a, you know, a colorist is a pretty common path. So what was it that, that attracted you about product management from what you saw? At Lucy, like I said, it was a really small company. So I got to kind of see, like, I got exposure to all the different roles. And what really drew me to product management is I always felt like um, I would do well in more of a leadership role. And it felt like, uh, I mean, the product management team was really kind of leading the charge at the company as far as the product creation. I mean, the costing, like everything, they just, you know, kind of were able to dip their hands in everything. I mean, from marketing to fabrics to just being able to, to work with a lot of different, you know, departments and and be like along the way throughout the product creation process, all the way from creation to, you know, point of sale. So I just, I really drew me to that because I, because I love being part of that product creation process and, um, and being able to be a leader in that role was just, it really, you know, drew me to, you know, that option. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, That's great feedback. Some people are really focused on one area of the process, but I think, Overall, people that see interest in product management really like to see the full picture, right? And and where you get involved in the process, you kind of see all these different areas. And I think you're naturally drawn to wanting to have your your fingers in a little bit of everything as opposed to just really focused on one area. Yeah. And I feel like in product management, you're kind of like the face of the product. You, you know, educate people on the product. Um, you know, where, while everyone's working behind the scenes, you get to go out and, you know, show what everyone's been working on. And so, you know, that was... Um, a really exciting part of the job for me as well. I had that interview. They called me back, you know, right after, and, and I started working at the North Face. So mm-hmm. um, that was definitely, you know, the first, you know, big step in my career. And I was so excited to be able to, to start there. And, you know, I worked with just such a, a big group of intelligent, kind, and, you know, passionate people. So it was, um, it felt, you know, at such a young age, it felt like a really cool transition. I mean, we were all just like, just these passionate people on this. It felt like a college campus sometimes, you know, so it was just, it was really fun. You were coming from a materials background. Tell us more about that PLC role. What does that look like at the North Face? What were you doing on a day-to-day basis? Product line coordinator is what I was hired as. Um, and so we're really working underneath um, the product managers and it's kind of being like an assistant product manager. So it's a really great place to, if you want to be a product manager, like it's a really great place to start. Oftentimes people try to come from, you know, different roles in the industry into product management, which I think is great too. But really starting at the bottom, I think grew me into a super strong product manager that I am today. 
But so being a PLC, you, like I said, you work under the product managers. You do a lot of data entry. Um, working in at the North Face, it was called the Anovia system and where we did a lot of data entry and we worked on the workbook, which was kind of the sales tool for sales to go out and sell the product. So, you know, being super accurate was really important. Mm -hmm. Uh, We worked on, you know, a lot of Excel spreadsheets and we worked on, you know, what hang tags go on the garments. Um, You know, we were able to to sit in meetings and really just start to absorb and kind of understand what was happening in in the product process. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I first started, my boss was really... um, she was kind of more of like a sink or swim type of leader. So she would throw me into like product presentations and, and, and I, you know, I appreciate her for that because I think, you know, she made me kind of, you know, dive off and just start to, to try new things and, and, um, you know, just, just build me into, to a strong product manager. So mm-hmm. uh, it was scary of course at the time, but thank her for that now. Um, and I try to, you know, be kind of the same type of leader with my direct reports and, you know, just really give them exposure, give them opportunities to grow and, and try new things and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just become stronger. Yeah. And I think when you're in the process, you really understand what you say, what you mean when you're talking about this data entry piece, mm-hmm. um, but maybe talk a little bit more about that. Cause you have PLM software is kind of what you're, right. you're referring to. Right. And then there's also, like you mentioned on the hang tags. Hang tags is a big deal because there's a lot of product data and information that has to be accurate throughout the PLM system and packaging and all these other places where it appears in different parts of the organization. So maybe you could just explain to people a little bit more what that actually looks like. Every season you start out with, you know, you have your new styles, you have your carryover styles, you have, you know, all the colors that, that are underneath each one of those styles. So as a PLC, your responsibility is to, to keep that, information accurate and, and updated in the system. So, I mean, so you're going to, at the beginning of the season, you're going to plug in, you know, here are all my different styles and then you're going to plug in the colors, you know, following that and, and really keeping that updated and accurate is, is a huge part of your job. So yeah. things are going to change like in product creation, things change constantly, you know, throughout the process, you know, you're really, you know, staying up to date, keeping things updated when it comes to hang tags, like we were responsible for, like you said, the the different data that goes onto the hang tags, we would work with marketing on that, but then we would also be responsible for assigning those hang tags to each style. So within the system, you also have to have like, okay, this style has this hang tag and, and just make sure, making sure you keep that data accurate. I mean, I've said it a bunch of times, but like accuracy is just so key in this role because one wrong thing can cause like a a spiral down the line where you could have a hang tag that has a completely, you know, wrong tag or a style that has a completely wrong hang tag in production. And then you're paying a ton of money to correct that down the line. So it's just, it's super important that you're just super accurate and the data that you put in the system and that you keep that accurate throughout the season. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's totally different for a large company like the North Face versus a, a small company and like what that role is to actually entail. When you imagine the total number of styles that I'm sure you had in any individual season, I mean, I'm sure it was in the hundreds. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about all the different variations and all the new product and all the, all the detail that goes into that, especially with that big of an assortment, it's just such a critical role. And, and you really learn a lot about the nuts and bolts and you learn a lot about just packaging as an example, because you're interacting with the merchandising team, you're interacting with the graphic team that's actually putting it together and the product team and potentially the fact like all these different parts of the organization that you have to make sure you're aligning with to make sure you have the right information and also you're servicing, making sure that they have the information that they need. Right. So it's really yes. critical. 
Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're really kind of, like I said earlier, like kind of the face of the product, but also, you know, you're the, the product educator, you hold the information that like the rest of the organization doesn't really have access to, um, until you send it out to them. So just making sure, you know, that the information that you're putting out there is being used by everyone. So mm-hmm. when you put something incorrect out there, it just, it causes, you know, a, a bad, you know, just a, a spin of, of bad yeah bad stuff. So, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, sometimes you have to learn that the hard way, you know, adjust as you go through your career. It sounds like you did that role for, was it two years or three years? You know, as I went through my years of being a PLC, I got, like you said, like, uh, you know, the amount, the massive amount of styles I was responsible for. I think at one point I was doing like three different categories, all genders. Uh, and like, you know, and I started as that started to, you know, we got more people into the organization that started to like become less and less. Um, and I started to get more responsibility in other things. Right. I mean, North space, I think even as a PLC, I went to REI and I spoke with, you know, buyers there and, and, mm-hmm. you know, as I started to prove myself, I was able to, to kind of take those steps. I mean, I think I flew on a private jet at the North space to go to like Dick Sporting Goods or something, you know, crazy. Very so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a great experience that, you know, and I think doing it for that long and being able to take those steps slowly and grow in that way really helps me now. You had identified at that point, yes, product management. I think I want to go in this direction and this kind of confirmed it for you, but your hope was always to move into product management. Oh yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So I, I knew that this was a stepping stone to get me there. And even, you know, watching my peers above me, I was like, oh my God, like, I can't wait to be involved in that. I can't wait to do that. Like, I want to be a product manager so bad. And so like, how am I going to get there? And I, and I, you know, entrusted in people and and had a lot of great mentors that helped me get up to the next level. Yeah, that's awesome. And so what did that transition look like PLC to product manager? At the time there was, you know, the organization was getting bigger. We were hiring more and more PLCs. So at that time, I think there was probably like seven or eight PLCs and we had all been kind of hired around the same time. So we were really all ready to, to take that next step, be promoted uh, to product manager. So there was a lot of competition within the organization um, and not a lot of product manager roles. So really we had to wait for someone to leave and, you know, go somewhere else in order for something to open up for us. And so I remember there was this headwear role that I interviewed for, and there was probably like five of us PLCs that all interviewed for that same headwear role. So like I said, like there was a lot of competition. I didn't end up getting the role. My boss at the time, she um, had introduced me to this new director that had been hired for um, what we called Mountain Athletics at the time. It's like, you know, men's and women's activewear mm-hmm. at the brand everywhere from like outerwear down to like pants and shorts running right. gear. She had introduced me to her, you know, I had lunch with her and, and, you know, we spent an hour talking just about, you know, the marketplace and, and some competitive research I had done that I showed her. And, you know, we just ended up having a really great conversation that lunch day. And then the next week she asked me to come into her office and I was like, Oh oh my gosh, like what's happening. So I went into her office and she offered me a product manager role that she had had. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of how I moved up to my next step. What was that transition like? What was the first six months like for you in that new role? I think, you know, I was a little intimidated at first. It was kind of like, oh my God, I'm finally a product manager. Like I have to be good. So like, you know, what am I, you know, how am I going to kind of navigate this? You know, what am I going to do? And 
Um, I had probably one of my most amazing mentors um, at the time. She she actually started on the team the same day I did, but she had come from, I think it was Old Navy. And she came in and we started on the same day. So we just like, you know, instantly became really great partners. And, and she was able to coming from outside of the North face and, you know, somewhere like the gap where it's driven by like financials and, and they just really really had it together there as far as sportswear. Cause we were working on, um, you know, more sportswear apparel product where Mm -hmm. the North face is really an outerwear company. So all the systems were based around outerwear. Everything we did was based around, you know, an outerwear calendar. So she came in with the sportswear experience and we were trying to build, you know, a sportswear business. So she came in with, you know, all these different, um, you know, points of view and just taught me so much and really guided me on, you know, what, you know, what I was supposed to do as a product manager. So, um, you know, I, of course, you know, absorbed, you know, throughout the years, uh, you know, all the people working above me and, and seeing what they did and, you know, knew, you know, on the service, like what I was supposed to do, but she just kind of, you know, took it to a deeper level and, and we worked together really well to build the line and build the product. And I was really thankful to her for that too. So I think, you know, the stuff that she taught me as well, like going into the job that I'm in now, you know, I was really able to take those, you know, basic merchandising principles that she had taught me and, and make change at where I am now at, at my current role. Was there a big surprise in that first six months where you were like, oh, I thought I knew what was going to be happening, but this kind of took me, or this was different than I thought it would be? You know, the team dynamic was a little bit tough. Like when I started, it felt like they, it took me a little bit to gain respect, you know, from the team that I actually like knew what I was doing, mm-hmm. um, which I, I was kind of surprised by that. But I think, you know, over time, you know, we got to know everyone, everyone became like really tight and it became a really awesome team dynamic. But I think I was surprised that that it took, you know, some of the designers a little bit of time to like warm up to me. And, you know, over time, like I said, we, we became a really great team, but um, I think that was a little bit surprising to me. That's a really good one though. And an interesting point. I don't know that anybody has mentioned that, but I think it can take people a little bit by surprise, you know, product managers in a lot of ways are generalists who work with a lot of specialists. (laughs) right and so like designers are a good example where they're really like they they're really good at design right that's why they're in that role you know just enough to be dangerous which is part of what you need to do your job effectively but you have to convince them that you know enough to be dangerous like you said gaining that respect across the team I think can be challenging so I think that's a great uh, part of the job that can potentially surprise people yeah totally Tell us about the rest of your career progression in product management. After, you know, the North Face was, I was there for, I think probably the next, so I was there for five and a half years. So in that PM role, I I think it was about two or two and a half years. The North Face was just filled with super intelligent people that were just really kind and really passionate about the outdoors. And, and, you know, people, you know, what I found there that, you know, I kind of took with me the rest of my career was that people were just willing to help and teach you and, and I just learned a ton about creating product and, and the industry in general. And it was really more of like a, you help me, I help you kind of culture. Um, you know, people were just willing to help each other and we were all working towards a common goal. So it was just a tight knit group and, and just really amazing people. And, you know, I traveled all over the world, you know, I, I all over the U S and I think I've been to like more States now than I would have ever, like if I never worked there, I probably would have been to like, four or five states. And I've probably been to like at least 25 just from working there and, you know, traveling, Mm -hmm. traveling around to different accounts and and different trade shows and doing market research. So it was just such an awesome experience for me. I mean, I went 
on these like crazy snow camping trips. And they, they took us all over the place just to experience the product and experience the outdoors. And, and it was just things I would have never, you know, done on my own. So I just had Mm -hmm. such a great experience there. And, and when they decided to make the move to Denver, you know, I was like seriously heartbroken. Like I had loved working there and, and it was just a really hard day for me thinking, you know, my husband and I went back and forth a lot talking about, you know, should we move to Denver? Should we not? And it was like a hard decision to, to stay, you know, stay here with our family in the Bay area. And, um, it was just, you know, heartbreaking that I had to, mm. had to find, you know, my next move at the same way, you know, it pushed me to, I don't know if I would have ever left the North face, you know, I loved it. And so it yeah. just, it pushed me to, to grow in my career more, which, which it ended up, you know, working out. After um, the Denver move was announced, I stayed for a few more months and then ended up interviewing uh, for a job at Levi Strauss & Co. And I, um, I moved over there. The brand merchant there for kids in denim. It was kind of a culture shock. Like it was way, 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 way different than the North Face. Everything was different. It felt like they were speaking a different language. Everything that they, they said was different. And yeah. I felt like I was like asking dumb questions every day, but um, I knew that they weren't. It was just, you know, part of you know the learning process. And yeah. they were much more focused on financials and and analyzing the business, which which taught me a ton as well. Definitely a great learning experience. And I was there for about nine months. Mm-hmm. Um before I got a call from a previous coworker at the North Face, who is now head of product and merchandising at Mountain Hardware. So she had reached out and said, you know, we have this senior product manager role um, open here at Mountain Hardware. I'm head of Mountain Hardware um, now. And and I I would love if you'd interview for it. And so right off the bat, I was like, oh my gosh, like I miss being a product manager. I miss, you know, the outdoor industry. I miss the culture. I miss the innovation. I miss, you know, all of that. Um, you know, working at Levi's, it was the product wise, I was still working with product and design, but it was kind of one note, you know, it was all denim. Yeah. I learned a lot about, you know, all the different things you can do to denim, which I had no idea. I had, I was really craving, you know, that more innovative spirit, the outdoor, just, you know, culture that was just so different than it was there. I was super excited about this role. And right away I was like, yes, I will definitely interview. So I think it was like maybe a week or two later, um, I went in and I was actually like 20 weeks pregnant at the time. And so I was like a little freaked out about, <laughs> about that, you know, and wrestled with, you know, what should I, should I tell her right off the bat? Should I wait for the offer? And mm-hmm. uh, so I decided to wait for like an actual offer before saying anything, but mm-hmm. um, so I interviewed with them. I think it was a Monday. I went in, um, met with, you know, four different people who, and I think two of them I had, uh, had worked with at the North face before. So it was, you know, some friendly faces, mm-hmm. um, interview there again I brought um this time it wasn't a binder but it was a laptop and I showed you know all the different things I've been working on at Levi's um as far as you know the financial analysis and um that I had been doing um you know all that I had learned you know in my gap between the North Face and Mountain Hardware um so um I think the next day I got a call and and got an offer for that job as well so um now I'm at Mountain Hardware and I think it's definitely the best move that I've uh, made so far probably. And I'm just loving every moment of it. I love that it's, you know, I'm back in that outdoor industry, that outdoor, that feeling of, you know, being able to innovate and, and build product that's, you know, purposeful and just, um, you know, super exciting. It's a very, very small company. So I felt like coming in, I was able to make a lot of change right off the bat. And like I said, um, the woman that I was learning from, you know, at the North Face, she came in from Old Navy, like all that stuff that she had taught me, I was able to really like put that to use and, and, um, you know, start to, 
to build out a bottoms business for mountain hardware that so far is um, becoming, you know, super successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a small company, but we're growing really, really fast and we're having, you know, amazing results, mm-hmm. um, you know, so far in the past couple of months. So it's just, it's an exciting time there right now. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really happy that I made the move. Awesome. So uh, one question I wanted to ask you, you mentioned that at Levi's you were doing like a merchandising role. And then you also mentioned at Mount- Mountain Hardware that your manager is over product management and merchandising, correct? Yep. So maybe talk a little bit about those two terms. How are those roles the same? How are they different? And what did you find that you liked or disliked about the differences? I feel like merchandising is a term that gets thrown around a lot. Um, so I, I'm not surprised that it's confusing to people. Basically, a merchandiser, I would say, is definitely um, more of on the sales side of the product. So they are definitely more the face of the product, meeting with accounts, um, really responsible for securing that real estate on you know the floor at these accounts and, and, and keeping that relationship strong, really analyzing the business and making sure that that what we're doing you know is profitable and that we're going in the right direction. Where I would say a product manager is um, is definitely more, you know, um, guiding people through that, that product process and really, you know, responsible for the calendar dates and making sure that everyone's, you know, hitting their different timelines, you know, making decisions as far as the product and color, you know, fabrics really has their hands in all these different, really more product focused things. So my boss at Mountain Hardware, she's the head of product and merchandising. So the company is so small that we actually do both. So we're like product, we're called product managers, but we're also merchandisers as well. So we're meeting with accounts, we're responsible for financials, and we're also really deep in that product, uh, that product uh, cycle. So I like doing both. It was hard at the North Face, we had, you know, merchants and product managers, and it was kind of a struggle sometimes to, to kind of separate, you know, who's responsible for what, because it was kind of new at that company. That's pretty much the difference is, um, does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. And I think for, for, again, people out there listening, the main thing you just described is that for a smaller brand, you have more of a product creation focus and you have this merchandising, which is more of like the sales and interaction with the retailers and yeah. monitoring sales activities and that piece of it. It's more, it's more what's currently happening in the market versus predicting and building product for what is going to be happening in the future, right? Which is more yeah. the product creation side of things. And the larger the company, the more likely they are to have a separate merchandising function that interacts with the product management team, right? So when it gets big enough, it's, it can be peeled off. So you work with that merchandiser who again is more kind of sales focused as opposed to product and and strategy focused. And then I think one other use of the term that is pretty common and can cause people confusion is for the retailer, many times that's the buyer. And so they're making product decisions and assortment decisions, but in a different time horizon than than a typical brand product manager. Uh, and so that's, I think there can be some confusion there. There is a difference between a merchandiser for a product or a brand versus a retailer where that's really a buying position. Again, some similarities, people that do both people that, you know, go from one to the other, and there's some similarities and some differences, but you know, it can be a little confusing from the outside until you really dig into what somebody does. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And at Levi's, it felt like, like pretty much everyone was called a merchandiser. Like there was brand merchants, which are more like product managers. You're working closely with design. There was merchants, which were, you know, working between those brand merchants and, um, and, you know, the sales team. So, you know, the, 
the brand merchants putting out an assortment, right? Or putting out all the products that they're creating. And then that merchandiser in between is really selecting the styles that they want to put towards, mm-hmm. you know, the sales team. So really building the assortment by yep. account. And then they also had merchandisers, which were buyers. So they're the ones actually putting, you know, taking those assortments and deciding what goes in their stores. So yep. yeah, yep. it's, it's crazy that it's used for so many different roles. <laughs> yeah, different facets of the same process, right? But yeah, totally. Different brands and different companies and even different like little parts of the of the market talk about it a little bit differently. You've talked a little bit about some of what you really like about being a product manager. What is the, your least favorite part or what do you find the most challenging? Yeah, I mean, there are so many parts that I love about it. I think I was definitely born to be a product manager, but I think there's always going to be the, the hard challenges, of course, that you're going to work through throughout your career. So I think, I think one of those has been, you know, the constant change within um, the industry, you know, like, like numbers are changing, sales are changing. So you have to be like nimble and able to, to really be able to adjust your line and, and adjust things throughout, throughout the season. So I think, you know, doing a bunch of work and then having to redo it, that's always been kind of a challenge for me and, and mm-hmm. a tough thought. Um, I don't like to waste time. So, um, so that's been hard. You know, there's always going to be fire drills where, you know, oh crap, someone made a mistake like early in the process. Now we're, you know, we're, we're having this fire drill to, to try and, you know, fix what happened um, as quickly as possible. So, you know, we had the, as little impact on us as, as we can. Um, and yeah, and I think, you know, one of the other things that I've definitely overcome um, throughout my career is this like, this huge part of the role that is public speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was thrown into so many things and, and I I remember taking this class, the North face used to offer all these different classes, like Excel classes, illustrator classes. And there was like a public speaking class where, Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this. Like, I want to, you know, this is a huge part of the role and I just want to get, get better at it. So I remember taking that and it was like the most stressful class ever. They were like putting us in front of everybody in the class and like having us just like, speak off the cuff. So it was, it was scary, but you know, and I was thrown into, you know, our sales meetings at the North space, we would go to squat um, twice a year for a week and they would put us on stage in front of like a hundred sales guys. And we would have to, you know, speak about the product and memorize things. And it was like the most stressful part of my job. Like I remember being up all night and like, you know, like just being so nervous and like just getting through all of that. Like now it's just so easy for me. And I, I'm so thankful I went through that hardship to, you know, get, you know, now it's like, I don't even have to, you know, write anything down or practice before presenting product. I could probably look at something like for the first time and just say like 10 things off, off the cuff. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, so I think um, a hard part about the job, but definitely a rewarding part. Yeah. And I, and I think a part of the job that, you know, there's, there's very, very, very few people, right. Who are, just so naturally gifted at presenting that it's not a challenge. Like even the people that I think are really good, they've gotten better. Right. And you learn over time. And so I I agree. It's one of those parts of the job that, you know, you, you know, there's a couple of times of the year at sales meetings and there's always different times when you have to present and it's, it's fun to be good at something that's challenging for a lot of people. Right. It kind of sets yourself apart. You've talked about all these different products and categories and a few different companies. What's the favorite product or project that you've worked on? What stands out in your mind and why? So I worked on this one project at the North Face. It was called the Backyard Project. And um, it was all about, you know, sustainably sourced cotton. And we were, the goal of the project was to build a sweatshirt and like t-shirts that 
that we could get all of the the materials and and everything that it took to make the product within a hundred miles of our office in Alameda. Wow. Yeah, it was a really cool project. I ended up getting like our team ended up getting an award for it um, at the North Face and and it was just fun to to be part of, you know, such such a, you know, kind of groundbreaking project there. Just in general, I mean, I love working on women's activewear and just, you know, like technical fabrics and products, things that, you know, you can test out in your everyday life and and just in general, like I've always loved that product and then um, women's product as well. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've talked about some of the skills that you've developed and things that you've said are interesting. Is there anything that stands out in your mind, either for yourself or for other people that you've worked with? What really makes a great PM? I feel like one of the big ones, I think, is kind of this this delicate dance that we do with the design team. So, you know, we're always, you know, looking at numbers, making sure that, you know, what we're doing is going to be profitable, making sure that we have the right price points, you know, in the line to drive that volume. And then, you know, also giving design the freedom to explore and, and try new things. Even if you know something's going to be way too expensive, like mm-hmm. let them explore a little bit, try to work it out, you know, and just and and not like let them do their thing. You know, I feel like a lot of, you know, merchants and and product managers will just kind of be like, no, we can't do this. No, we can't do that. I think for me, you know, a big skill that I've had is just being open and, and being able to, you know, let them explore and, and explore with them and, and really be an advocate for them. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's how you end up with great product and new ideas and just, you know, fostering this really great relationship with design and with the whole team. That's just really open and, and honest has been, you know, such a, a benefit for me as far as, you know, getting, that product out there that's different. You know, I feel like in my current role, um, where we've just started to find really great success is, is finding those white spaces in the marketplace and bringing things to market that, that other brands don't have, you know, because it, it makes space for us on the floor. Mm-hmm. Being being a smaller brand, like we don't have that much space on the floor right now. So, mm-hmm. so bringing these new and innovative ideas that they're not seeing from other brands gives them a reason to, to put us on the floor and maybe take someone else off. I think that's definitely the the biggest thing I would say. I think the critical thing that you mentioned there is that it's a balance, mm-hmm. right? And it's, and the balance is going to change at certain times and with certain teams and projects, but you're right. You got to balance letting people go and explore because that's how you create innovation. That's how you, you know, move the line forward, but also knowing when to rein it in and focus yeah on the right thing once it's been identified. And so it is, it's a, it's a balance. And I agree. I think the best, the best PMs and the best product people in general, both on the design and on the product management side, I think the best designers are those that are curious, but also, you know, depend on and have confidence in the business side of the team to work together on what the right balance is. Yeah, hundred percent. I completely agree. And I feel like right now I have a team who who is just what you mentioned, you know, like they're super curious, super creative. They want to explore fabrics, explore, you know, new constructions and all that stuff, but they also want to know about the business. They want to know that what they're doing isn't a waste of time. And like, I don't want anyone wasting time as well. So I think, like Mm -hmm. you said, it's just such a delicate dance and balance of, of just, you know, finding the right formula to to move the brand forward. um, And while, you know, still creating revenue you're not even going to be as successful at it every season, season in and season out, right? Because you, sometimes you're going to nail it and other times you're going to go too far one direction or too far the other direction, but that's part of the complexity. And I think the challenge of, of the role and of just creating good product over a long period of time is figuring out how to do that consistently. Totally. And you learn as you go. 
Yep. Yeah, exactly right. You get you get better at it for sure. Yeah. So, what about apps or techniques? Anything that you've found through your career? Like one thing that was a little bit of a breakthrough for me, I don't know if you're familiar with bullet journaling, but I've gone through a lot of different ways of trying to kind of organize my my to-dos, right? And prioritize yeah. and track all these different things that that you need to do. So I've I've kind of found a pretty good system. Anything like that that you found that helps you do your job better? When I came back from maternity leave, I was like shocked at how easy it was to use Microsoft Teams. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I feel like every company should be using that. It's like so easy to chat people, so easy to just call people randomly. Mm -hmm. It's like almost easier than being in the office. So I feel like that has just been super easy. I've always been kind of a a notebook kind of gal. So I just like write my to-do list down in the notebook. I've been using the notes app a little bit on my computer Mm -hmm. um, just to write down like to-dos and stuff. But no, I mean, I haven't really gotten into the whole like app space to help me do my job better. I probably should explore that more. But Teams Teams is a good one, right? And there's things that they've done that they're equivalent to Slack and some of these other communication tools that especially in the remote environment make makes such a massive difference. So, so no, that's, I think that's a great call out for people. Yeah. Yeah. Teams is awesome. It's like, I mean, we even have, so we have a bunch of projects going on at work right now where um, like each like cross-functional team is in, in charge for of a different project. And so we just have like on teams, it's like a tab that's like our project and we all just like say how it's going and, and chat on there. So um, cool. I know my, yeah, my design team has been using this new program too. Um, I can't remember what it's called right now, but they all just interact and, and design together now. And they're saying like, it's even better than, you know, being in person. So it's pretty yeah. crazy in the different, you know, how this pandemic has kind of pushed us to, to try different things. Anything that is, you've gotten further on in your career that you wish you would have known earlier. I wish that I had like earlier, not been so hard on myself, you know, as far as like making mistakes and, you know, just, just wanting to be further along than I was. I think that Throughout the whole process, like I always tell my direct reports, like you're going to make mistakes. It's all part of the learning process, especially mm-hmm. you know, in this in this industry. So don't be hard on yourself because just learn from it. So yeah. I think I wish that I could tell my younger self that because I think that I, I put a lot of pressure on myself that I didn't need to. Yeah. One of the things you also were alluding to is this idea of like just being more patient with yourself overall. Yeah. And I it's it's so easy in the moment to feel like it's taking you a year instead of six months or, you know, one year instead of two years to do whatever you've set up for yourself to do. But in the long run, it ends up being such a small amount of time that I think we're, I do, I think, especially early in your career and ambitious people. And, you know, I think uh, product management people are typically pretty ambitious. And so that people have sort of a similar um, way of thinking about their progression and, and the world and being kind of hard on themselves. So I, I agree. I think that's a, it's a great takeaway that it does take some time to learn. Yeah. And don't be so hard on yourself because you'll get it eventually. <laughs> yep. Yeah, totally. Any advice you'd give for people wanting to follow in your footsteps or, or a similar type career path? Yeah. I mean, I think just be open to opportunities and, you know, jump on them when they come and, and don't be afraid. Just, you know, I think, if I hadn't, you know, taken, taken the chance to go, you know, where that job placement agency had placed me, I'd never heard of it, you know, and, and just wasn't open and explored and, and talked to people and asked questions that, you know, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So just lean on your mentors. And, and like I said, just don't be afraid to ask questions because, you know, you're not going to know unless you ask. And that's one thing you mentioned that we maybe haven't called out specifically, but I think it's been a consistent theme is you have found those mentors. Yeah along the way. Right. And people who have 
who have invested in your success and, you know, nurturing those relationships over periods of time have really paid out, right? And, and have yeah. helped you develop and progress and really from people who are who are experts in their their part of the market. So I don't know if you'd agree or disagree with that. No, I totally agree. And I think even the, those mentors have made me want to mentor other people, you know, just like kind of keep that, keep that cycle going. So I think like share your knowledge and, and learn from others is definitely, you know, my biggest advice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks. I know that you've shared some great knowledge today with everybody who downloads the podcast and there's going to be a lot of things that people can learn from your experience and background. And I really appreciate you taking the time to share that with the audience. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Dustin. This episode is brought to you by Outdoor PM School. Are you interested in a career in outdoor industry product management? Check out outdoorpmschool.com to learn more about how we help you.